back to How Not to Move Back with Your Parents. I'm your host, Phil. With me, as always, is Spencer. Spencer, hello. Hello, how are you? Not too bad. Yourself? Not bad. Good weekend? Yeah, pretty good weekend. I'm going to be a little bit of a creeper here, and I told you this earlier. <laughs> I saw you dancing in your house on Saturday Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's a little weird. I was that walking, is true. walking my dog. Had some friends over. By, yep. Walked by his house, and Spencer in, was it purple lights? Yeah, we have color-changing LEDs that, you know, they add to the environment. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. And so awkwardly, too, we are joined by a number, uh, another member of our staff here, Morgan. Hi. Hi. Yeah. I'm so creeped out right now. Well, I realized it could have been a lot creepier had I texted him in that moment, being like, hey, I'm looking inside your window. No, actually, I think the fact that you didn't text was the creepiest part, that you just (laughs) stood there, remembered what you saw, and you just just watched. No, did not not stand there. Continued to walk. But still, like like a panoramic view as you walk past, like no. let me watch from all angles. It was, <laughs> it, it was pretty much two D. It would be like playing a Nintendo game from way back when. Like, yeah, I was just walking along. Spencer and his two D self was in there apparently flailing arms or something. Like a Parappa the Rapper kind of a deal? Like a Parappa the Rapper. Okay. Man, this is just going to be like the 90s episode but, okay. of the time. Maybe this will help me to figure this out. Spencer, how, like, on a scale of one to five, how creeped out are you? I'm this? honestly not bothered by it. Oh, well then I, I, I feel guess like okay. I feel like Maybe. it can't be a surprise that I'm dancing no, in my house. It's not. I'm not surprised by this. That sounds awesome. I was probably listening to Les Mis or something with my friends, you know. Weekend fun, but it's Phil. I think that's why I'm. It's. it's I mean, we, it's weird, but like, I don't know. Life's weird. Yeah. The two of you with your whole like, ah, what are you gonna do about it attitude? Yeah. I don't. I don't know how I feel about this right now. He's just owning it. Yeah. Well, no, you. I, that, that, that's awesome. You're dancing. It's purple lights. We're good. So watching is what the, the voyeurism. It was. It was. It was an. It's not watching. It's uh, walking by. Having house. seen it. Okay. Maybe. I feel like it was more than just having seen it. It was like experienced it. <laughs> like lived in it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. He not. Not quite. Soaked himself in the excitement that is just like watching you dance. I don't that's, know. No, that's where it gets weird. I okay. think you take it was a lot farther than it was. It was a 10 to 15 second experience of walking by the oh, house. Oh, well, okay. All right. Okay. 10 to 15 seconds. <laughs> so we welcome Morgan. Hi, Hi. Morgan. Hi. How are you? I'm doing okay. Cool. You know. It sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm okay. Okay. Well, we wanted to bring up a specific topic this week, as we always do on the podcast. Morgan is familiar with this one because I apparently brought it up a long time ago and just started running with it. I don't know if Spencer's familiar with it. Called Locus of Control. Oh, goodness. Here we go. No, I have no idea what that is. Locus of Control. I want to make sure we get this out here because I think this is really important for your financial future. Basically, Locus of Control. When things happen to you, do you attribute them happening to you because of something you did or something external to you? Um, I suppose it would depend on what the thing is. So, okay. So this is a situation I read online. and This is a pretty good one, I think, for me. So let's say you show up late to work. Mm-hmm. 
that would definitely be my fault. Okay. So even if you, okay, if you showed up late to work, if two people were driving at the same time, they showed up to work at the exact same time, both late, one person says, you know, it's because of traffic, it was because of, you know, something else, I hit all the red lights or something mm-hmm. like that. At that point, they're, you know, displaying an external locus of control, saying they had no control over the situation, whereas the person that had the internal locus of control would say, I should have just left my house earlier. Right, right. So is that you? Or are you actually external um i feel like even if i thought that yeah traffic was bad i would still just take the take the blame yeah yeah morgan i think it depends on the day today today oh today would have definitely been all me yeah <laughs> it sounds like we're going to have to have a talk after this podcast. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but the reason why this is so important is because when it comes to your finances, like when you have bad things happen to you financially or, you know, when emergency expenses come up, which definitely can happen while you're in college. Yes, things happen. It does kind of suck. But at the same time, like if you are working actively towards trying to save your money, putting into account to the point when you do have emergency expense, you can just pull it out then you're going to be fine. That's the internal locus of control person, whereas opposed to the external locus of control person would say, this just came up. There's nothing I could have done about it. There's always something you could do about it. Right? Or am I just... Or to quote Wayne's World, another 90s reference, this is what I do in this podcast, am I just blowing goats? I think you are. I mean, I, I think too, there's some systemic things that just affect individual circumstances so i don't know i don't know that i can i can say a hundred percent of the time it's always something that you could have done to have changed something i would agree with that i don't think it's something you could you could do 100 percent of the time you can't just say hard and fast that everything that happens to me in my life is my fault um but i think it's more responsible or it's more it puts you in a better position if you if you attribute most things in life as as happening as a result of something you did it may not be your fault but it's something you can learn from it's like, the distinction mm-hmm. because if you say if you attribute something to something else happening then basically what you're admitting is there's nothing you could have done about it and so there's no opportunity to for you to learn from it Sure, sure. Such as how you look at it. Such as right now, like if the background noise is picking up, you hear construction in the background. That is your fault. Exactly. It is <laughs> totally my fault. But an external locus control person would say, well, they shouldn't be doing this right now. But totally, we could have moved the podcast elsewhere this week. We could have done it at a different time, anything like that. There are a lot of different things we could have done, but I just said, eh, we're going to do it. Yeah. I also, though, I think about if you are a type of person who blames yourself for everything that happens in your life, that can lead to some other issues, too, especially if everything isn't actually your fault. That is definitely true. Uh, And that's that's an important distinction. The question kind of would just be, where do you draw that line? And I don't, I, I don't know the answer. Maybe it's not even a question of blame, just trying to think complexly about why things happen from all sides of the picture and try to grow from that. 
Yeah. There's also, there's also a big distinction between blame and shame. So if you blame yourself, there's a, okay, bad on me. But if you shame yourself for it, it's really just kind of like beating yourself up about it and, and really kind of internalizing it. And that can have some other just horrible effects on your overall sense of wellness. Um, and that's what we don't want. That is definitely true. Mm-hmm. And if that does happen, what would we have these people do? Well, Money Smarts actually has a resource for um, if you are having a difficult time with finances in the sense that it's affecting other areas of your life in a negative way, which often happens to all of us. Um, we actually have our Money Smarts Wellbeing Consultant who, has she been on the podcast yet this semester? She has not been on this one. She has been on the other one that we do. <laughs> okay. Because, <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. We just run, this is basically just a podcast operation at this point. That's fair. <laughs> a podcast operation. Um, well, she's a grad student um, who consults for our office. She's amazing. Um, her name is Paola and um, she talks to students about exactly Exactly these types of issues. Um, how are you feeling? How uh, how are your finances affecting your life overall? How can you talk to your family, your friends, your roommates, your significant others about what's going on um, in a in a healthy way and in a way that's beneficial for all of your relationships? So that's another really cool service. Also free. Usually takes about thirty minutes or so. Um, and. Again, another awesome service. If you have any questions about that, you can actually email her directly um, at moneywell, M-N-Y-W-E-L-L, at iu.edu. Do you really know us by that seven, eight character limit? <laughs> so fun. It would be nice just to be able to type in the exact thing that it's called. Well, Money Smart's Wellbeing Consultant is kind of a long <laughs> title. I guess. Money Smarts Wellbeing Consultant at IU.edu. <laughs> it's kind of why it's not that. It's like, whoa. That didn't sound good. Yeah, so <laughs> you heard it here first. Something just happened upstairs. Yeah. Business as usual. And now nothing's happening. Yeah, they just turned everything off. This is kind of weird. Uh-oh. Oh, nope. Back on. What are they doing up there? You should go find out. I probably we should will. bring them on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so what's been happening upstairs? Yeah. <laughs> this is the episode where we talk about liability insurance. Oh. Yeah, I know. That was a really weird way for me to take things. Um, yeah. Perfect. That's exactly where I wanted this to go. Talk about the stress piece of all this. We probably will get Paul on here at some point. Talk a little bit more about that. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. So... Guests on the podcast. Mm. You have one last assignment. We talked about this earlier today. We always have to educate Spencer on something 90s related. I had dropped so much knowledge. So much. But we want one specific thing that we can dwell on for a minute here. An event, a thing, like it has to be a a tactile sort of a thing. Yeah, like, I mean, just something from your... 90s experience that we need to educate Mr. Spencer on. (laughs) Okay, so we talk a lot about food and 90s food and 90s drinks. But here's something really, really specific that you probably wouldn't be terribly familiar with unless you were a juice box kid. Um, Did you have juice boxes? Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay. Um, So beyond the lunchbox, those of us who were really 
awesome and concerned about our juice boxes staying cool had juice box pouches in our lunch boxes phil are you familiar with the juice the juice box pouch wait i'm oh yeah no is this like hyacinth meets capri sun meets it's kind of like a koozie for your high c oh wow yeah So I had I had a few of them. I had different patterns wow. and things. I, I, I mean, this is what the nerds had, like, because <laughs> um, I had a few, and a lot of kids looked at me like, "Whoa, what's wrong with you? You're super weird." And I was like, "Yeah, but your high C is hot, and mine is cold." <laughs> so um, it is basically the exact same size as a juice box. You put your juice box in it, and you zip it up. And the really cool ones had a hole for your straw to go through oh, them. Wow. I don't I don't know that any of mine had that. I think I had to unzip it and stick the straw in. But um, yeah, I'm surprised those weren't those didn't stand the test of time. Uh, I think that's a good idea. <laughs> it's that's genius. I think I know what our next money smart swag is going to be. Juice box. Juice box. <laughs> <laughs> that's genius, actually. <laughs> I know. I'll be surprised if they still exist. Um, I won't because okay. juice boxes still exist. <laughs> Spencer, are you familiar with high C? Yes. Ecto cooler was my favorite flavor. I was just about to ask about ecto cooler. No, I don't know. It did that. make a comeback when the new Ghostbusters movie it came did. out. I saw it in stores. Oh, oh it, was it originally Ghostbusters themed? It yeah. was. Okay. It, it was. was. I mean, there's like a fifty percent chance that that thing was radioactive. Ecto himself or the flavor? Uh, the flavor. I mean, it Probably. was green. and it, <laughs> Was I mean, it always green? I think so. I know it had sort of like an orange flavor to it. It was kind of like an orange-lime combo, if I could guess. Yeah, I mean, it was very similar to like the like high sea orange in a way. Yes, but better. It yeah, well, better. I mean, they just marketed it. It was Ghostbusters. It was green. Totally. Do they still do high sea orange at McDonald's? You know, I don't know. I know they do a lot of Minute Maid stuff, so I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they do. Oh, that's I was there sad. last time. Like, because orange drink. That's orange. just what you called it at McDonald's. There's Fanta. Yeah, no, that's not it. That's different. <laughs> the thing that confuses me about Fanta, how does the song go if it's, do you want a Fanta? Like, it has to rhyme. Or is want it, do you, do you want a Fanta? Want a Fanta. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should change all the lyrics. This is totally wrong. Overhaul. Do you want a Fanta? Wanna Fanta. Yeah, I mean, but that's that's it though. You're pronouncing it like an American. Mm. Oh come on, Spencer, I know. You know when you go overseas, it's Fanta. Fanta. Yeah, because that was all the rage overseas. <laughs> so we pronounce. When you go overseas, all you hear people talk about is Fanta. Fanta. <laughs> when, so when you're in America, you say wanna, and then when you're overseas. Fanta. And there, it rhymes. It's Spanglish, I guess, at that point. There have to be commercials in other languages where the whole advertisement makes way more sense than what they did. I know I've seen one in Spain, but it was, I think it was like 1998 or something like that. Does that mean that, does that mean that more words did or did not rhyme in because it was 1998? No, I just don't don't remember the advertisements. Oh, you're saying because you're old that you don't remember things. Yeah. That was 20 years ago almost. Goodness. Yeah. No kidding. Mm -hmm. It was 20 years ago and I was still a fully functioning person at that point. No. You say still. Yeah. Probably more so then. Following the creepy act that he just watched you dancing over the this whole fully I don't know. Okay. Were you walking I'm, your dog? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Bernie, 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 and I were out for a walk. Okay. Sure. Fine. Fine. Sure. <laughs> Use the dog as an excuse. That's what they teach you when you get a dog. Yeah. Um, in people who have dog classes, they teach you use your dog as an excuse. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Makes sense. I was like, okay, so this whole high C thing and the Ecto Cooler thing, when they released the new flavor of Ecto Cooler, there was not a picture of Ecto on the juice box. What? And I was hysterical. What? <laughs> In the store. <laughs> did you still buy it? Um, I did not buy it because it didn't have a picture of Ecto. It made no sense. <laughs> I think it said on the side, like, Ghostbusters, Ecto Cooler. But it's got an orange on it. <laughs> this defeats all purpose of you not knowing exactly what flavor it is. <laughs> so this is, yeah. Oh, there's a, there's a, the thing. Well, this, a this, picture is the, this is the old that's one. The, yeah, that's oh. the original. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. The new one is just not. Mm. But it's oranges behind him, yeah? Yeah. Oh, it's orange. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. Well, thanks, Morgan. It does say, it does say citrus drink. Contains 10% fruit juice. That sounds about right. <laughs> sounds about right. Drink. All right. Well, thanks. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks, Spencer. All right. Hope this has been another episode of How Not to Move Back with Your Parents. If you want more information about the program, check us out. MoneySmarts.iu.edu. We'll talk to you next week.